You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Welcome, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to a terrific Tuesday, y'all. I promise you, this is going to be a great episode because we have Pacific Northwest Ballet in the building doing a P&B takeover of The Day with Trey today. And it's so great to be able to touch in with so many amazing folks who are making P&B what it is today and stretching it in so many great ways that we all get to enjoy. I'm telling you, I've become a real fan. So I'm so excited. Because I got Stella, I got Selena, and I got Emerson in the building. And of course, we get to hear how all of them bring their uniqueness to PNB, how they're participating, how excited they are to do the work that they're doing with PNB. So I'm grateful that they're all here. And I always got to give a shout out to my peeps, Gary and Leah, for keeping me on lock about all the great things going on at PNB and allowing me to become a real fan of what they're doing down there. But of course, it is the top of the show, y'all. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right. Go ahead. Tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch us, don't worry. We got you covered. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, you name it. Uh, just search for us and y'all will find us there. Well, we have a jam-packed show, but I would be remiss if I do not start this show by making sure everyone out there in the audience knows that we got to give a huge shout out to our guy, Cool Nuts, for bringing us some amazing stories in the Portland area. Thank you so much, Cool Nuts. Uh, we shared, uh, you know, uh, Stack and Kicks yesterday, and it's a great way for folks to go out there, make sure they're getting their streetwear. Uh, you know, he's doing it for the culture, but also I just want to make sure that y'all understand man this takes a real effort and we appreciate you so much cool nuts for all of the ways that you stay committed to your community in portland and beyond and how you allowed all of our converged family to come down there and really get the full-on cultural experience that we were looking for by uplifting stories in the community of the portland area so shout out to cool nuts he is doing it down there and is one of our you know partners that we just appreciate uh, a ton for bringing us these opportunities so that we can bring them to you all. But of course, we get to bring some opportunities from right here in Seattle today with PNB. And I am so excited to welcome Stella. Hi, Stella. Hi, it's so lovely to be here. I'm such a big fan of Converge and everything that you do. Oh, thank you so much for your support. That means a lot. Well, I, I want to start off with your role at PNB. You are in this amazing fellowship. I want you to tell us all about it. How did you get started? So one thing about me is that I immigrated from the Philippines to this greater Seattle area. So I actually grew up in Redmond. And then I went away for four years, went to college super far all the way in the middle of nowhere in Maine and where I studied art. It was my dream to go work in the arts. And when I heard about the fellowship, I decided to come back home and do something for my community and go back and um, 
do something for the community that raised me specifically. So this is actually my first time working in the performing arts and the fellowship is structured that it's for um, BIPOC emerging arts leaders. So I also want to shout out my amazing co-fellows at the opera, at King FM and at the and at the symphony, um, we're a group of people that are just trying to make changes out here in the arts world here in Seattle. Well, it's great to hear that PMB is a part of something like this. And I, I, I absolutely agree. The need for there to be direct pathways into performing arts careers um, is so necessary right now. I mean, it is apparent that we need more diverse voices helping to bring stories to life in these amazing venues and formats. Uh, so far, how have you been experiencing this fellowship with your amazing cohort? I feel as if I've been doing work that means so much to me and to my heart. One of the things that I help really facilitate at PNB is our sensory friendly season. And I never thought, especially coming straight out of college, I would be blessed enough to do work that truly fulfills me, not in just my work experience and what I can do to set myself up for the future, but deep in my soul as well. Yeah, well, that's necessary. I mean, you realize that there's a lot of different things out here, but when you can find your own pathway to say, this is really what I'm here to do, and these are the ways that I'm you know, really excited to serve, there's something that's so unique about the pairing of that. And so it, it's great because you're experiencing that now straight out of college. And so kudos to you for, you know, stepping out there and applying for this fellowship. Uh, what were some of the things you were really looking to get out of it when you did do that application process? I was looking to honestly meet more people of color in the arts in Seattle. I grew up going to a lot of community programming and especially because I would commute from Redmond, the east side on the bus or whatever. I wouldn't, a lot of the people who were participating were white or were people that didn't necessarily look like me. So it was important to me that I build that community and that network. And that's also what I've gotten out of the fellowship and specifically to PNB as well. It's not as if they were, I was only given space. I'm also listened to and I'm taken very seriously. And I feel as if my perspective is constructive towards the broader culture of our organization, not just not just as a face or not just as a statistic to add diversity into the company. Yeah, no, that's important. I think uh, they have to come with an authentic approach so that all of you fellows really feel that you belong there. And and I love hearing that you're saying your voice is necessary and it's something that is meaningful and really adding value to what PNB is doing. I mean, one of the things that I've been able to experience specifically about PNB and their approach to art is that this is a, a, a art form that many in community say, oh, I don't know if that's for me. There's not enough dancers who look like me. There's not enough representation. But to create this type of fellowship, they're being very intentional about saying, no, we really do want to make sure that everyone feels that. When you think about some of your family members now being able to experience what you're helping to co-create, how does that land on you? Because now maybe they can come and see how your voice is lending value to PNB and bringing more diversity to what they create. I think that is such an important point to bring up because I am a first generation U.S. college graduate. My parents moved us into this country and didn't really expect me to go into the arts, especially coming from an Asian background. I think the culture is really be a doctor, be a lawyer, and that's it. Yeah. So 
kind of coming out to them at the end of my freshman year that what I declared my major to be was art history was not an easy task. It was already bad that I went all the way to Maine, 3,000 miles away from home just to pursue my education, but also that I came back home and said, I'm going to study what I want to study. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot for my parents to grapple, I think, to fully support me. But once they saw the opportunities coming in, how my hard work paid off, and especially with a full-time position at PNB with this fellowship, it was no question to them that my dreams don't have to be compromised in order for me to in order for me to be successful in life. Yeah, yeah no, I, that's such a beautiful story, Stella. And I agree uh, as someone who clearly pursued communication in all types of art forms. You know, it was one of those things where I, having family support means something so serious, especially as a young person finding your voice and finding your way. So congratulations to your parents too for re recognizing that, you know, this is where your happy place was. And all they probably wanted was for you to have that sense of self and for you to actually enjoy what you're doing. It's one thing to go into a field and to make money and to let that be the driving force. But oftentimes we find that there's a huge void that happens there when you're not fulfilling what your actual purpose is. So it's also great to hear that as an art history major, you're able to utilize what you learned at college. And so how does that feel for you to know that like a lot of folks say, oh my gosh, you know, are you sure? Are his, what are you going to do with that degree? And now you've really found your way there uh you know what are some of the things that you feel like you really bring to it because of your study in college i believe the number one thing i learned in college was to truly advocate for myself that's not a hard skill that you can learn it took a lot of time i went to a predominantly white institution and i went to a very rich school like at least 20% of the student population at my college was in the 1% of America. Wow. That, that's daunting. And that's really scary. And there were lots of instances of racial harassment and even violence on my campus that I and a lot of my friends really advocated against and to input policies. So for me, it was even, un, even letting myself know that I was able to take up space in an institution like that was the hardest battle. It wasn't the classes, it wasn't interacting with professors, it wasn't the it wasn't having to work multiple jobs while being a student. It was the it was just reconciling with myself that I was allowed to take up that space. And also the arts are notoriously white. It's mm -hmm. also notoriously I would say um like upper class. The yeah. access to them is the access to them is changing, but that's something I want to change as well. And I feel as if I come to this position, I can't, when I come to this position, position, I can never truly separate my own identity and what I've been through when I do this role. That's always in my perspective. That's ingrained in everything I do. When I look at our community programs like Discover Dance, when I um, put on these sensory friendly shows, I always have to take in that angle. And also with my studies, because it was humanities based, you learn to just talk to different people. I understand and acknowledge I don't have every perspective needed in order to create the arts accessible. But what I can do is enable other voices, empower other people and tell people, hey, maybe this is the person we need to talk to in order for us to actually have a 
fully realized vision of what we're doing at PNB. Oh my God, you're giving me chills. <laughs> like I could cry. This is beautiful, Stella. You are in the right position at the right time, girlfriend. Let me tell you. And it's beautiful to hear your passion behind your role in this fellowship. And kudos again to, you know, all of the, the venues that have said, we need this kind of voice and we need to empower, you know, folks like Stella and others to really understand that their voice matters here. And that your value is insurmountable in terms of what PNB is going to gain from you bringing that specific perspective and lived experience. So kudos to you. Of course, I got to give you time. I could talk to you for all day, but I got to give you time to make sure folks know how to tap into some of the programming you're doing. Let them know what the website, how do they tap in, Stella? Yes, probably our my biggest responsibility is organizing the sensory-friendly season for the Pacific Northwest Ballet. We have an upcoming performance of a sensory-friendly Snow White on March 24th at 10.30 a.m. You can find tickets at pnb.org. A great something I want to explain is what exactly a sensory-friendly performance is. A sensory-friendly prefer performance is a performance catered, catered to um, different uh, to um, audiences who would like a space in which they might be a little bit more accepted in how they perceive and take in the performance. So different things that we do are give everyone fidgets. Um, people can bring in whatever sensory materials they need in order to process the show. We also have quiet rooms where people can watch the performance in order in, in taking their access needs as well. And we also have movement stations and we also work with Sensory Access, a local nonprofit that um, that provides um, sorry that provides uh, consulting with us on how we can make these shows more accessible. We currently we do two sensory performance friendly performances a season, but and our next one is on March twenty fourth. Wow, you did it! You did it! You put it all in there. Yes. You made sure you got yes. it in. And thank you so much for sharing your background, your story, and really why you're positioned so perfectly for the role that you're doing within this fellowship and bringing these sensory performances uh, that are necessary, you know, uh, for so many different audiences. That's another way to really open up the doors in terms of diversity so people can experience the shows in the ways they need to. Stella, thank you so much for thank your you. work. Absolutely. Wow, y'all. We are starting off with a bang and I'm so excited that I get to continue this amazing discussion around PNB. We got a couple of dancers in the building, y'all. First up, I get to talk to Selena. I'm so excited. Stay tuned. After this short break, you're watching The Day with Trey. What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street Shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots. And this time, I even got a coat. Yeah, no, you did walk in without a coat. I really I'm did. glad you found one. <laughs> but their boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed. And you know, I was impressed because, of course, I got those white boots that yeah. you guys see me wearing everywhere these days. Yeah, no, I, I look at your white boots and I'm like, darn it, they only have one pair. Me and Basie wear the same size. Of course, every time we walk out with several bags in hand. Several bags and sometimes even a backpack, you guys. Make sure you check out Market Street Shoes. Yeah, please deck them out. where they go, Basa? Ooh, 2232 Northwest Market Street, Seattle, Washington. What up, y'all? T-Dub here, as always, bringing you the news and art funding and opportunities. This year's Four Culture Project grants are live now, and here's what you need to know to apply. 
Four Culture Project grants fund cultural activities and projects throughout King County. If you are an individual or group with arts, heritage, or preservation at its core, then this funding is for you. And if you're new to the grant application process, For Culture hosts virtual workshops and has a team of grant managers ready to assist you in the process. The deadline to apply is March 23rd. Head over to fourculture.org for more. Welcome back, everyone, to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I'm telling you, this PMB takeover is doing its job today. I'm so excited to have Selena with me. Hi, Selena. How are you? Hi. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, this this is really exciting because you, as a dancer, you're in the school, but you get to actually be a lead. And I want to just hear about some of your background. What led you to the school at PMB? Um, yeah, so I'm originally from Seattle and I started dancing when I was around three at a smaller studio called Evergreen City Ballet. And then I auditioned for like the PMB school when I was around seven or eight. And then I got in and I kind of just grew up through the school. And then I actually went to Boston Ballet for a year and then I came back and now I'm a PD. So, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, it- This is really exciting because there's so many different structured layers, right? For a dancer, you can start off with the school and and now you're doing a lead role. Tell us about some of the ways that you kind of grew up and took on each one of those levels when you had that opportunity. Yeah, I think um, especially like being in the PD program, you get to really work with the company a lot. So you experience like being in the court of ballet and like working together as a team. But like in Snow White, we're given the opportunity to like be the lead, which we don't usually get. So it's like a new challenge because instead of just being together with everyone else, you like get to play with the music and like I guess like dance the way you want to dance. Like obviously in the core, you are like dancing the way you want to, but it's more like you have to fit in with everyone. But as the lead, you can stand out a bit more and be more original. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's really exciting. And it's also great to hear that they are providing those opportunities for for y'all as you're growing through it. Right. I think that's really special. But it also gives, I think, you you all dancers something to look forward to. Right. The fact that you do get to kind of audition for some of these lead roles um, and take on the opportunity to express yourself uh, with the music. How do you find that you're allowing this this role of Snow White? to settle on you as you think about, you know, I heard your reaction there to the commercial. You're like, oh, there's the music. It's like you almost want to get into it now. But how, how have you been able to really take on that opportunity to express yourself musically with this character of Snow White? Um, yeah, like when I watch ballets, I love it when like dancers like play with the music and almost like hear the music a little differently than some like normal person might. So I'm trying to like incorporate that in my dancing as well. So like syncopate certain sections and kind of like play with the timing. So I'll do a section like kind of slow. So it seems like I'm almost off the music, but then I try to like catch up and make up for it. So it's more interesting. 
Mm, bringing your own flair to it that's important and I think also the audience experiences that when you think about kind of being you know Snow White is such an iconic character and and I've been to to the ballet now many times and it's great to see the audience bring the young kids into it who love to dress up and I'm I can only imagine that that's exactly what you'll experience here and so how do you uh look forward to those young dancers maybe three four years old just starting out looking up to you now uh as a great inspiration for them and maybe wanting them encouraging them to do dance yeah I mean I feel like most people get into ballet by like going to a show and seeing it so it's really cool that I get to kind of be like an inspiration for the next generation in a way, because they're coming to like our shows and they get to see the ballet and like, it might give kids a chance to be like, Oh, well, I want to be a ballerina now. So that's really special. Yeah. Yeah. There's something unique about that. And even when you kind of go back to your own experience, I'm sure that there was a moment for you where you were like, telling your parents, I want to do this. I want to do this. And that probably is about the exposure piece, which is what I talk about oftentimes. Uh, The exposure to the art form is so necessary. And I know for me, I've, I've just love it because people are like, oh my God, here you are talking about another show. And I'm like, but I'm telling you, it was transformative. And I, and I go into this whole thing about experiencing the dancer. So I love what you said about being able to watch the shows and see how people are moving through the music. There is something so special about that quality. What is one of your top things that you're like, I'm looking forward to when it comes to this show or just your dance career in general? Tell me one top thing that you're really looking forward to. Um, I guess like being able to do like a solo or like a variation on stage, because again, like I said earlier, like when you're in the core, you're working with like, like 12 to 16 other dancers, but when you're doing like your variation, you're the only one on stage. So it's really daunting, but I'm also really looking forward to that challenge. Yeah, I think you will rise to the occasion. Well, Selena, thank you so much for being here. Of course, like everyone, you get the chance to look right there in that camera. Let them know how to come and get the tickets to Snow White. So the tickets are at pmv.org. The shows are going to be amazing. So please come see it. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I'll say this much. The commercial definitely has me intrigued. I'm excited. I'll be bringing my goddaughter and and she is a dancer with Northwest Tap. And I love being able to take her to shows like this so we can experience the wide variety that is dance. Thank you so much for your work. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, y'all, one more to go. I'm telling you, this PNB takeover is everything that I told you it would be. And after this, I get to chop it up with Emerson, who is also playing Snow White. And she'll be able to share her story and her journey with us right after this short break. Y'all stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Prosperity in Black America. What will this require? Is Black business prospering? Are we reaching women and minority-owned businesses? How do we achieve earning parity for wealth for our families? Do our children really have access to education? Will our families have choices for our children? Prison pipelines, mass incarceration, tearing our families apart. A healthcare system not accessible to the masses. The disproportionate termination of black women from corporate America. When will we actually begin to address what's really at play? 
How do Black people gain more power to help make these changes? This requires a lot of political will and courage. I'm that provocateur of change. I am Cindy Bright. Welcome to Heartbeat. What up, y'all? T-Dub here, as always, bringing you the news and art funding and opportunities. This year's Four Culture Project grants are live now, and here's what you need to know to apply. Four Culture Project grants fund cultural activities and projects throughout King County. If you are an individual or group with arts, heritage, or preservation at its core, then this funding is for you. And if you're new to the grant application process, Four Culture hosts virtual workshops and has a team of grant managers ready to assist you in the process. The deadline to apply is March 23rd. Head over to fourculture.org for more. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. This has been so heartwarming to hear these amazing stories of some folks behind PNB that you need to know. And I'm so excited because Emerson is joining us. Hi, Emerson. Hi, thank What's you up? so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Well, you know, just like Selena, you get to play Snow White as well. But I got to ask about your background. What brought you to Pacific Northwest Ballet for the school? What brought you there? Yeah. Um, so like Selena, I also grew up here in Seattle. Um, I danced at a local dance studio until I was 10 and I did a summer intensive at PMB. Um, and I decided I wanted to stay and I've stayed ever since. So unlike a lot of people in our class in the professional division program, we both grew up through the school. So it's been super fun to I've been best friends with Selena for as long as I can remember. So wow. <laughs> it's been super fun to go through this with her. Oh, now that's exciting. I mean, there's there's something to be said because a lot of folks actually come from all over, right? To be a yeah. part of these schools. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Like you two are from Seattle and grew up here, but there's a lot of folks who are like, man, I needed to come to the Pacific Northwest Ballet to get this a kind of uh, immersive experience. Uh, tell us about some of the folks that y'all are around because I know you're around people from all over, right? Yeah, um, so the program that we're in is geared towards students in between their like school years, but trying to get into a professional ballet company. So um, it's a PMB is a really prestigious ballet school. So a lot of people will move out just for this program to prepare them for to get into a professional company after. Yeah, I mean, th this is um, it, it's for me. It's exciting because Seattle really holds a gem with PNB that is so revered in the ballet community uh, globally, really. And I've heard that over and over again. So I'm like, well, you know, it's just in my backyard. So I'm grateful, right, that I get I get to know Gary and Leah. I get to come to the shows. I get to interview folks like yourself. But there's a lot of folks who are like, no, what PNB is doing is very unique and different. Tell us about some of those iconic experiences that you've had growing up through the school since you said since the age of 10. Yeah, I mean, well, actually, Snow White is like a full circle moment for me because Growing up as a student in the school, I was one of the seven dwarfs. So it's <laughs> actually so fun that I get to revisit this ballet. But this time as the lead, it's crazy. And I'm just so excited. And I actually grew up going to see the ballet here at PMB. So getting to dance on that stage that I like dreamt of when I was younger is just something so insane to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just really excited to get out there and perform because that's just what I love to do. Uh, well, you know, that's really the key 
is that you have to love it because the dedication that it takes for you to be able to take on a role like this is serious. Tell us a bit about that hard work. Because I think a lot of times people just see like, oh man, you're so graceful on the stage. And there's something about musicality. Selena was talking a bit about that too, that I've been able to experience because I've seen, you know, maybe I've seen a show with a couple of different cast members, right? And I'm like, oh, this dancer is doing something different than this other dancer was. So there's something personal too. I think about it, but the dedication that it takes, uh, you know, I, I go back to, uh, uh, black Swan all the time, the movie. And I'm like, that's all I knew before I started going to the ballet, but it was like, there's this real sense of seriousness that you have to bring. And from a young age, I'm sure that experience was a part of what you probably went through as you had to have that level of dedication to it. Tell us about that for you, that level of dedication you brought throughout your schooling. Yeah. Um, well, we train every day. We take technique classes and um, then go into our rehearsals for the rest of the day. Um, so once that schedule got a little too intense for me, I had to switch to online schooling to really fulfill my dreams. And so that was kind of like a sacrifice I had to make. And I know so many people have had to make sacrifices to do what they love, but um, we've, yeah, we've been rehearsing Snow White and I feel like Doing Snow White is super fun because we get to like take our own interpretation of it and play into how we really feel in that moment. And it's been fun to, it's been a challenge, but it's been fun to work on that. Well, you know, that's really one of those benefits, right, to that level of dedication. So I love hearing you say that, too, because it's going to be exciting for audiences to come and see you and or Selena, you know, playing the role of Snow White. And as you said, such an iconic character that you get to bring yourself to it. And also, you know, now you're working with young dancers who just like you are playing one of the doors. And I get to ask you too, how does that weigh on you? And how does that feel for you to now be an example for them to look up to? Like you were once looking up to the character of Snow White. Yeah. I mean, I remember being in the studio with my Snow White when I was one of the dwarfs and I like looked up to them so much. So I really hope that I can just like inspire them and be an example, as you said. And just, I just hope that I can teach them that they can be Snow White someday too. Yeah. And if they work hard for it. Yeah. yeah. Hard work is serious. And I want to ask you about your family supporting you through this, because we also know that, you know, this is a unique way of getting into the professional world, right? It means that you're supporting your daughter, you know, from the age, young age of like eyes wide open about, you know, these opportunities to really seeing that this could be a career for them. How does your family like support you throughout all of this uh, work that you've been putting in? Yeah, I mean, my family is so supportive of me doing ballet and they want what's best for me and they know that I love to do ballet. So um, they they moved to Seattle to help make the commute a little bit easier for me and they've always been there just helping me chase my dreams. So I'm so grateful for them and all that they do for me. Wow, this is really, it's special for me to kind of hear some of the background of so many amazing dancers who are bringing their talent to PNB. Thank you for uh, for growing with PNB and for allowing our audiences to experience your level of dedication and your talent. I'm looking forward to coming to see Snow White. I'm telling you, I, I get really excited about these shows because I do realize, although these are iconic stories, and oftentimes there's very specific 
specific choreography that comes with each one. It's you all bringing your brilliance to it that makes it something for us in the audience. So thank you so much. Thank you. Of course, I've given everybody that opportunity, but you too get to look right there and let them know how do they come and see Snow White and see you do your thing on stage. Yeah. Um, well, tickets are at pmv.org. I'll be performing in both shows on March 19th and then in the sensory friendly performance. So I'm super excited and you should definitely go get your tickets. Right on. Well, congratulations to you for being able to take on this amazing role. I know you're going to do amazing in it. And thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Oh, what an amazing show with Pacific Northwest Ballet as they took over this couch and this studio, honey. I get to wrap it all up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The David Trey. Welcome back, everyone, to The David Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great episode. I'm going to shout out everyone over at Pacific Northwest Ballet. Of course, I got to send a huge thank you to Stella, Selena, and Emerson for bringing their brilliance to the show today. But also, y'all have heard me say their names, but Gary and Leah be in the background making all of this happen. So shout out to both of them for this amazing partnership that we have with PNB. But also, it is an opportunity for you all to be inspired by the stories that they shared here today of their dedication, of their background, of their passion and their interest to not just bring these characters to life and to bring these shows to life, but also to be a part of the art scene here in Seattle, which we are all enriched by. So they're doing their part by being a part of the solution and inspiring young dancers and older dancers to be engaged in the work of the arts right here. So shout out to everyone at PNB. And of course, I want y'all to be inspired as I was today by listening to their phenomenal stories and really getting a sense for why they do what they do and why they chose PNB as the way to bring their talent to life. So be inspired, all of y'all, to see yourself as a part of the solution. And for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., y'all. Peace. <laughs> Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.